0: You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lees Amato and Brent Edwards.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 110 of BNI The Australian story. My name is Veronica and I'm here with our co-host and Executive Director in Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi Brent.
0: Hi Veronica. Hi everyone. Thanks for listening again. Hey, great to see you in your office and not in your car this week.
1: I know. That was a learning curve last week. I thought I'll pull over and I'll have a nice, you know, but no, technology doesn't work. And you know, to all the Tesla drivers out there, Teslas are an awesome car, but they're not really built for, uh, for podcasts.
0: Yeah. For those of you listening, a bit of an insight. We did start doing this podcast in a studio, and when the pandemic hit, we switched over to Zoom. So we now have a recorder on Zoom, which makes it a lot easier to get everyone in the same, virtually in the same room together and be able to see everyone. And we have our producer uh, come on, Steve, uh, and actually he records what we're saying and then puts it together and sends it out there. So that's how it all works these days. Uh, No headphones, no microphones, just uh, Zoom like we have done. And, you know, it comes across, except with dogs barking in the background like we...
1: Yeah, well, we haven't had that for a while. So that's Louie, Louie Whippet. And uh, it's always the the case that as soon as Mum gets on the phone or has a meeting... Uh, that chaos o'clock begins. So, my apologies to all of our listeners, but you know this is live, because that is not something we add to the podcast after. What's it all? that.
0: What's it all be? And just a reminder and a thank you to BNI Australia again for supporting us and a promotion of the uh, BNI Australia conference on the 28th of April in Perth. Get your bookings in. There's going to be some great speakers, some great networking, some great connections made from that as well. And what a great hotel it is to to have that there, right on the uh, right on the river there at Perth, right opposite up, up Optus Stadium. It's a beautiful part of the world. So uh, hope to see you all there on April the twenty eighth. Book your tickets now.
1: Now I did try and do that. I'm uh, one of those last minute dot com people when it comes to doing these yeah, things. I know
0: how you operate.
1: I know, you know, greatness sometimes is different for lots of different people, Brent. But I have missed out on staying at the hotel. So if you are thinking about it, don't think about it, just get onto it and book it because the places are being taken up really quickly and I've got a sneaking suspicion that this national conference is going to be one of the biggest that we've ever seen because every year it gets bigger and better and bigger and better and a lot more members I'm speaking to are going this year. So I'm looking forward to being there and uh, seeing everyone.
0: You've missed out on a room. Do you want to sleep on my couch?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm a bit, my, my daughter calls me a bit too bougie for that. No, no, I need okay. to have my own space. But okay. let's uh it. without footy game or
0: something on somewhere again. Who knows? Um that's unusual though. Anyway, um, hey, should we get to the interview? We've got a great interview uh for everyone today, V. Okay. And uh we we got um Marie Robert, uh, and she's from priya Marie Executive Coaching. She likes Priya or Pre. So we'll run with that because uh us being Aussies, we like to shorten things. By the end of this podcast, you end up as P. Uh where we going? And uh, she holds a category of executive coach in a chapter, which is BNI Advantage. And Veronica, BNI Advantage is the biggest chapter in Australia. Guess how many members it's got? Uh,
1: Fifty-five.
0: Keep going. We could be all 65. Keep going.
1: Sixty-five. Seventy. Are you Larry Emder? What's going on? Seventy.
0: Seventy members, B.
1: How do you fit in one room?
0: It's a big room. They build big rooms. They do have big rooms. So, um, wow,
1: that is, that, that is impressive.
0: Bree, welcome to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, all the way from South Australia.
2: Yeah, so happy to be here. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Veronica and Steve in the background there doing his great things. Uh, yeah, it's super exciting. I remember when this first launched and I was like, This is so rad that we get to hear about Aussies um, and we can actually reach out to them and celebrate our success. So, yeah, I'm super excited to be here
0: today. And congratulations on your chapter reaching 70-odd members. We might actually work out how that came about during this (laughs) podcast uh, over in South Australia and uh, in Simon Derek Roberts' region over there. So, Prey, how long have you been in B&I? Four years now. Four years. And how did you find out about B&I?
2: It's so funny. I was literally marching off to a meeting and I bump into an old friend. Uh, We literally smashed into each other at a cafe and we were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then I was like, hey, how's it going? He said, look, you need to have a coffee with me. I know you've just got back from Dubai. You're still running clients over there. So I was away for 10 years. Um, And he said, you know, I understand that you're launching something here. And I said, yeah, I am. And, you know, I don't really have any trusted people or network. And um, I'm not quite sure next steps because I'm very much our business is high touch and it's very much a referral based business. And he said, I've got the solution. And it was great because at that time, B&I Advantage was meeting at the Rob Roy Hotel which happened to be my local and was behind my house. Um, so I was like, you're joking, right? People were meeting at a pub at that time in the morning. He goes, no, 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 it's serious. Uh, you need to come and check it out. And I went there and I was like, it was 6.30 in the morning and I'm thinking to myself, these guys been on it the night before because they're all so happy. Um, and like, it can't be this. And it was just such an amazing, the minute you walked in, you met with all these happy smiles um, they're taking you to your seat. You're being brought a coffee. Uh, and immediately it was like, oh, who would you like to meet? So I've never felt more welcomed at a networking event ever because so many of us go to these events and we're kind of standing in a corner. We're not sure if we can break into that group or how to do it. No, that, and, and, yeah, so Advantage had me from the minute I walked in. And I remember going for the second meeting going, i got to be part of this. This is amazing. <laughs> So, yeah, Are you a, a morning good. person? I am. Are you I'm a morning definitely person? person. Yeah, 100 best best sort of uh, energy in the morning. Um, but it's rare to go to something, I think, and just feel so energized after leaving. And you know, Friday that's when we have our meetings. It's been a long week. You know, it's 6:30 in the morning, but you leave there after 90 minutes, going, "Yeah, let's do this." Like. It, it it was just the most amazing feeling.
0: So yeah, Veronica's <laughs> nodding because uh, she meets on a Friday as well with her <clears throat> regular chapter, and uh, yeah. he's nodding there in agreement. So yeah. um, obviously the 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 culture, the people really won you over there, and uh, and you you noticed the commercial return that they were making out of the group as well. Oh
2: that that was a no brainer. I remember with the VP at that time uh, getting up and doing the report, and I'm thinking really they've done this much business in such a short amount of time but the section i think that really had me because i thought is this and i think any new member would feel this is this legit like is this a bit of a show and then they start getting up and doing these testimonials and it wasn't just testimonials about the commercial return it was actually how they all helped each other with their client problems and in some instances there wasn't a, a, a transaction it was just I called so and so, they got there straight away and helped me. And I'm thinking, people do this? Like that's that's a thing. And yeah, so then I heard the testimonials and I was like, saw the figure on the board, and went, this is a no-brainer. Like this is your tribe. This has got to be it. And
0: what size was the what size was the chapter way back when? Oh,
2: I think when I joined, we were about thirty. Um, so you know, it was a fairly nice sized room. Uh, Simon Derek Roberts was um, really helpful for me. Uh, you know, had a meeting with me, explained how at that time I held the recruitment seat, um, and I said, "Look, I've got a lot of work overseas, but I'm trying to build here. But I think we're going to move it into coaching. I just haven't, I haven't launched that yet." Um, and I found that we were very fortunate because we had so many members that had done. Our BNI director training. And so they just were very lovely to say, come on in and how do we set you up for success?
0: Wow. And now you've, uh, like a lot of people would think 30 was a really good sized chapter. Yeah. But now you've grown it by another 40 members. So you've not only doubled that, you've added more. So how did this growth come about? This is what we all want to know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you from my perspective, um, when I joined, it wasn't too long in they allowed me to be president, um, which was so rad because you got to run the show, right, and bring the energy. And then suddenly COVID happened and we were all like, oh, oh, no. And But it was great. We actually, um, the leadership team was instrumental. So I think as president you get, the kudos and the clout, but I would be nowhere if it wasn't for that amazing team. I was very fortunate to have um, people on the team like Marissa Hankinson, uh, Michael Sampson, Tamara, the list goes on. These are seasoned people, Scott White, people who had been there and growing the chapter from nothing. And they were really great because we, I remember when COVID happened, we thought, oh, this is it, like, what do we do now? Like, everyone, we sort of panicked How are we gonna recreate this online experience? And Sue Tyler, who is an amazing human in our chapter, uh, she went across to Melbourne, would you have it? And they, they, Melbourne was really nice and they shared what they were doing online. So we got to take some of that great benchmark to ensure that our visitors had an amazing experience. And we then designed new roles because obviously Zoom needed to, to have that extra support. So we're a little bit unsure how it went. But what one member said to me was, Priya, remember, it's like you're running a TV show, so let's just embody Oprah. Uh, We can't give out cars, but we can certainly try and bring this energy. I had Scott White doing all the behind scenes on Zoom because, you know, you're just looking at a camera hoping for the best, and Sue Tyler again comes through with, hey, let's have breakout rooms and let's put the right people, the visitors, with the right members so they feel like they're already getting this win. Thank God it worked, and we ended up growing the chapter. We lost a few members; that's the truth. Um, but I think it was time for them to go. It was time for that journey. I think we all know running big businesses attrition is part of life, and that's okay. They found other BNI homes, and we're a big BNI family. And then this juggernaut occurred, and we had ten members sign and join when they hadn't even met us in the room yet, because we could all come through on Zoom. So. That was an amazing experience. Then we were back in the room and I think what, I mean, and I give credit to the leadership teams for the last two to three years, especially our VP and our MC. One of the first things that they all focused on was what's the culture at advantage? Who are we about? What's the DNA? Let's let's bring on people based on culture and values, not just because we need a seat. Let's not do that. And one of the things that came out for us was we're about abundance mindset. We're about co-opetition versus competition. And so one of the things I think that they did really well as part of when I was president and also not president was when we had someone come in, and I'll use coaching as an example because that was relevant to me, they would actually say to me, look, we've got a great applicant. They are definitely an advantaged person. However, they are also a coach. Priya, we respect you as a member. We care about you making sure that you continue to grow but we think this person would be a good fit, how about you and him or her have a coffee? And so that's what would happen. So the MC and VP would allow me to sit in on an interview or even just have a chance to have a coffee. And what happened in that process is the coach, so two coaches could go, hey, this is my style. I'm actually going after these clients and I do it this way. Oh, I don't do it that way, I do it this way. And so now from my understanding, I could be wrong, but I understand that we're also the only chapter in Australia. Plus me, I have six other coaches in the room. Six? Six? I've got my growth.
0: notes five. So it's grown. Still.
2: We've got six now. We've got two accountants. We've got two financial planners. And again, it goes back to that 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 value, which is we are about uh, abundance, and it's about setting that person up for success. So what I would say to every membership committee, every member out there. Have that coffee meeting first and work out who you are, how you're different, how you can add value. And any member that you bring into the room, always remember we are here to set them up for success. It's not just about us. And so what ended up happening was so coach after coach started applying because I was doing really well. I'm in this crowded market and not some huge name and B&I continues to just grow and grow and grow my business. And so every coach that I met, I would tell them my story, how I went about it. I would give them the advice that my mentors gave me, Jun Fee, Marissa Hankinson. These are very seasoned people in South Australia that, you know, are million-dollar members, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so then what would happen was I could then say to my clients, hey, I know you want to work with me. However, I'm not an expert in trades. So building construction and trades, it's not really my jam. But... I've got an amazing trainee coach um, that is proven money-back guarantee. His name is Paul Rogers. And so what ended up happening was this person comes in and, of course, if you've been there longer and you're the first person, the room loves you and has got your back, you know, and is concerned that, oh, is that taking away from Priya's piece of the pie? Not the case. So in the first referral request, because I'd had a chance to be part of the interviewing process, we could come in and in our referral request, I'd be like, hey, I love growing people's sales, but if you're a trade, it's Paul Rogers. And that worked really well. Then the next coach comes in, Tim Horbury. He's the franchise guy. I'm not a franchise girl. So they could work with me and then I'd hand them over to Tim Horbury. Then the holistic coach turns up and she's got vision board workshops and tarot card, a whole other set of mediums to unblock a human being. Then we get a women's career coach and she handles divorce and she's amazing. Then a sales coach comes in and everyone's like, oh, that's a bit close to Priya. Completely different. She does sales training. Then now we've got a public speaking coach in Sanya and then me. So we've got, you know, this and it's really cool because I think as well what people forget is when you're out there and you're on your own and business can be a really lonely Journey BNI I just changes that dynamic, so I can ring any one of my coaches now and go. I'm not sure about pricing. I've got this workshop. I don't think my PowerPoints right. I think I need to. They all just jump in and help you. And we always we laugh now because we feel like we've got a little coaches, you know, coaches club where we can hang out and chit chat. But there's no, there's no backstabbing. There's no problem. There's no, and we're all so respectful of each other. I think because we are. I think coaches, you know, in general are quite passionate about helping people. So yeah, and 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 that that's just the coaching example. Then can be the accountants, the financial planners. That's how this chapter has really made that 70 mark. We always come back to the culture and our values. So what is an advantaged person? But also are we setting that person up for success? Because that's our key thing. We don't want someone to join our chapter that isn't gonna enjoy the benefits you know, of, of a commercial return because let's be honest, that's that's what we all start with. We think, yeah, okay, we need more clients, we could use some more money. But then you just get all these add-ons like the education and then all the support and then the backing. And before you know it, you're sitting there in a chapter of 70 and we've just moved, the leadership team yet again has done an amazing job and all credit to Mel Gibson, our current president, gets us into the Kent Town Hotel we walk in last Friday, guys, there's chandeliers, there's this bright, beautiful room, and I'm like, this is Advantage, this is the... And you know what? Now we can have visitors. We've got like a room of 100 people. It's crazy. It seems wow. like you
1: really... Oh, sorry, Vee. No, so, sorry, I just... Um, there was so much information there. I'm just kind of trying to break it all down in my brain. I've got 10 questions. But how how long are your referral requests? you still have a 90-minute meeting?
2: Yeah, 30 seconds.
1: So 30 seconds, great. Yeah, so that makes sense. Everyone goes around 70, 70 minutes, so... 45 minutes. 45 minutes of that. 30 and minutes, sorry, great.
0: 35 minutes for 70.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I would have believed anything you said then because I couldn't do the numbers in my head. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. And I, and I love it too. And I think it, it just got me thinking because we have so many businesses that because they're worried about losing... Mm-hmm. Um, clients, but they're also thinking about, oh, I, I'm an expert, I should be able to handle more, but they forget that the, if they could share, they will get more business and that they are more specialised at, so the quality will be higher, the, the financial return will be higher, but we just need to find the right people that have the value of collaboration, not competition, and quality over quantity, and then the quantity comes, obviously, but yeah, I love that. Be a great podcast. He's got chapter hogs, chapter hogs in your chapter. You need to give, show them one hundred and ten. Listen to pre.
2: Yeah, I think you know. I think the cool thing about BNI is it's already a proven structure for thirty five years. You don't need to change the machine; it already works. I think and- you can add, add your sparkle and shine as you go through the process. That's fine, but I also think that you know you follow that structure, it works. Specific, really is terrific. I can't tell you how many times I've done that and someone's gone, yep, I know, like last week I asked for a mayor of a council and someone's visitor went, yep, I've already set that up for you. How cool is that? When does that ever happen, right? So I think that works really well. But I also think that just drop the gain and give us gain. Forget about that. It comes organically. Um, And the one thing I would say, if you can in your chapter, just as a leadership team, go back and actually ask yourself the question, what makes a person of your chapter? What's the DNA? What's the culture? Because at, we, we've we heard it all, culture eats, you know, strategy for breakfast, all of it. But the reality is it, it's true. Every morning when you have to get up early for that morning, let's be honest, you could be hungover, you could be tired, you might not be in the mood. The minute you go to your chapter, you're home, right? And that's the thing I keep sort of saying to people, have your BNI buddy. You know that you can have a giggle with and say, "I'm really tired. I don't know what I'm going to ask for today." But I think that that makes a big difference. And I and I also think the other thing which Alvin Cooney um, taught me, which I went to Simon joe Roberts, is really great at hosting recognition nights and educating us and really getting behind us. And he's. You know, I, I I love the guy. I think he's amazing considering how busy he is. Um, he still makes time for the little guys and girls in the, in the chapter. But one of the things I learned from this going to this session, and this is yet another BNI benefit, that you just don't think about at the time. I don't think any of us really went, oh, they've got an online uni and they've got podcasts. And you're not really thinking about that. You're going, look at the numbers on the board. But I went to this thing and it's the greatest thing and tip. If I wish I'd known this when I started. And the question. Was how do I make it easier for you to refer me? How do I make it easier? And I think in a one-to-one, because I know we can get lost sometimes in we've got this dog and this cat, and they're going through this divorce, and I ate this food and I love food, so I'm constantly talking about food. But I think if in a one-to-one you can answer that question for each other, and it might, you might have to come back. But I think what it does is it actually you're actually asking that person. So what are the barriers? Because maybe I don't know someone in building. And I know for me, that's the question that I asked. And that referral turned into over a million dollars for that for that member. There was no hope in hell that I would ever have someone for that person. But because Alvin Cooney had taught me that line, how do I make it easier for you to refer me? We were able to answer that question and what it revealed was really good because it actually taught us, I don't actually understand this. Uh, That doesn't make sense to my audience. I don't know what to do here, but it also helped the other person go, oh, do you know what? Let me get you this document. Let me give you an email intro. So now thanks to Mel Gibson and and her Outlook training in our chapter, I've got templates set up and it's got their intro. It's got everything there. So I don't have to retype this every time, right? So for, for me, that is how I think the chapter has grown. But I also think Michael Sampson taught me this when I was president, and he said, the family that stays together plays together. And it, I was a bit, I think, very black and white, bit, bit too rigid in my early days of presidency. I was a bit nervous. And when I started seeing the social events, and we did simple things like a, a dog day in the park, bring your puppy, and then we would meet the partners, and they were like, oh, this is this other family you've been hanging out with. Oh, they're actually pretty rad. And then of course what would happen is the partner would go, well, I'm actually the director of KPMG and HR. Would that benefit anyone? And you're like, yes. <laughs> 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 so so that's honestly, I think, how the chapter has grown, which is if I could summarize, I think it's good MC and interviewing based on culture. Culture first. Second question is, are we the right ch- chapter for this human? Because we've got lots of chapters here in South Australia. Maybe there's a better one. Don't know. But we need to ask that question. And then once we bring them in, we've got an amazing support system. So um, great mentor coordinators, people to help understand all the BNI jargon. And then suddenly you realise it's just regular business. We just have different acronyms. Um, and so that's really fun as well. So I think those are the three key points. For me is have that co-opetition versus competition mindset, have the abundance mindset and do everything you can to set the human being up for success because B and I is one big family. It doesn't matter which chapter you're in, it doesn't matter that the seat's open. We wanna set the human up for success so they can leave and in four years' time, like me, in a very competitive environment, go, I have a business because of these people. I don't. I genuinely. I've looked. I've been going for seven years. I'm, I I like what I do. I think I'm good at what I do, but without these guys for the last four years, my business would have folded in COVID. And it my business actually tripled during COVID, and I'm a coach. Like ridiculous.
0: Um, hey, <laughs> this has been fantastic, Pre. Um, what I've seen from it is, um, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, you've got so many coaches in the room. You know, people think, oh, where are they going to get referrals? But with 70 members, there's an abundance of referrals in the room. You're talking over 10,000 connections that room is bringing together every Friday in there and the opportunities that are coming from them. And, you know, people being specialists are a lot easier to refer than then people are oh, yeah, I'm a coach. I do general coaching. Okay, well, what do you specialize in? And and you've yeah. really articulated how you actually how you actually come across that and have gone th- right through. I oh, kudos to your leadership teams uh over the time. They've really they've really maintained the rage in the system. And it sounds like you've got brand advantage as a brand.
2: We, we yeah we definitely want to be and we we definitely work towards that all the time. We want the advantage experience because I think that's the cool thing about BNI in general is every chapter you go to yeah we follow the proven structure and it works we know that but every single one of them just has a little different flavor to it and I think that's important because. If advantage is not for you, B&I can still work, but maybe it's a different chapter. It could be in the north. We love, we love our cousins in the north. Um, Simone Douglas does a great job over there. Um, and we we support and we promote them too, because we just want to take away the, the barriers and make sure people actually get the BNI that vibe. There's nothing cooler than getting, I don't know whether you guys remember getting your first referral and then it converts and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Um, so yeah, it's like a free fan club. Really?
0: Um, Absolutely. I I remember it from the first day like it was 23 years ago. Um, (laughs) One question for you, and I'm going through this with one of our chapters. One of our chapters is around the 50 mark. And we're getting a bit of reluctance in taking it to the next level there because some people within the chapter feel if we move up to a bigger size, I'm going to have trouble building relationships with everyone in the room. What would you say to that?
2: We have that too. Um, And I think the thing that I've said is have more one-to-ones. Organise a social, like, you know, organise a lunch with five people. Um, You know, say to that person, hey, I'm sorry I can't catch you in the room because it's so busy with visitors. Get there earlier. Stay there later. Um, You know, if the person is important to you, you will make time for them and you can plan out your diary 6 to 7 weeks in advance. You can say to people, "Hey, I don't want to let you down. I hate saying no, but the next 6 weeks for me, it's it's so busy thanks to P&I. Can we have a nice lunch? And hey, there's a few other people that want to join us as well. Can we catch up? It doesn't have to be within the confines of a 90-minute meeting and the 30 minutes before and after. It doesn't have to be in the confines of an extra one-to-one. Have a lunch, have some fun right? Get more people around the table. You know, if you're in contact spheres or power teams or whatever fancy word you want to use, just get together and have lunch, make the time to do it. The 90-minute meeting is just, you know, one of the vehicles we have to catch up. It's not the
0: only vehicle. Yeah, and actually you've touched on something I was going to ask you next before we wrap up, Mm. Um, the power team. Mm. in the chapter how's how's that working how many power teams are in the chapter
2: we've had it's interesting because if you actually look at the definition of a power team compared to a contact sphere i think we've ended up with a bit of a hybrid i think what we've done scott white's been really great at this he holds the website uh development category he's brought a team together that work, they're so complementary so the photographer, the videographer, the marketing person, the copywriter. They just work, it's so organic. Um, I think the next one is the real estate team. I think they're doing a great job. But what each team is doing is they're being realistic and they're going, hey, let's just have a lunch first and work out how we can best support each other. Um, and I think that's really helpful because again, it's outside of mm-hmm. um your, you know, your general one to one or um And we're all really busy. So for me personally, if the newbies are okay, I'll do a newbie lunch and I'll have five of them and we might have nothing in common, but by the end of that lunch, we're loving the food. (laughs) We're having a great time and we've got a much better rapport of understanding because I guess we're always trying to, you know,
0: know, like and trust each other.
2: Um, But sometimes it's better over a lunch.
0: Yeah, fantastic, Bree. Uh pre sorry, Pre. I say Bree. Um, Pre, yeah. so much gold in uh what you've gone through today. We need to wrap things up. So, like everyone, we will give you your weekly presentation to share with you. So go ahead.
2: All right, my name is Pre. I'm the executive coach for the chapter. I normally scream Happy Friday" really loud, just so you guys know. I don't want to burst anyone's eardrums here. I'm really interested in getting in contact with the CEO of the Australian Dental Association here in South Australia. That's the CEO of the Australian Dental Association in South Australia. The reason why I want to connect with him is we've got 10 amazing speakers with great material, and I'd like to showcase them and offer that to the Dental Association to help their dentists grow.
0: Fantastic. Well done. Thank you very much. Where can people find you? Website, socials?
2: Oh, I'm, I'm in, um, Tamara Care from the NFM agency is rebranding everything online at the moment. But I would say if you want to get in touch, my email is priya at priarobert.com.au. I'm happy to have a chat with anyone if they've, you know, got any questions or anything I can follow up with afterwards.
0: Priya Marie, Robert, thank you for joining us today on I the Australian Story podcast. And all the best for the success of your chapter going forward. We know there's some chapters gunning for you at the moment. So I love the competition. We want to see bigger chapters across Australia. That'd be great.
2: Yeah, that would be amazing. I hope that we we can all get there and grow the chapters because I think B I is just one of the most amazing vehicles to grow your business. So yeah, I'm officially the raving fan of South Australia. I'm a convert. Love B and I.
0: Fantastic.
1: Thanks, Thank you. And I think you've got a few to fans too after after this podcast. I- I love um, the coopetition. That's something that we've spoken about before a long time ago, actually quite a few podcasts ago. And uh, I think there's a lot of chapters that um, still struggle with the thought of getting too big because they like the intimacy of the people within the chapter. But until you at that at that stage, you don't really understand it. So Brent, great way to finish our podcast today. What are your tips for the week?
0: Um, we're leading up to leadership team changeover, and one of the things I've seen in leadership teams that in chapters that run really well, and I don't know if uh, Prees does this as well, but I'm sure they do being that big, is a president running a great event. If you've got a boring president up the front who speaks in a monotone, stands there and reads from a script, you're not going to get people excited about B&I. And the chapters that are doing really well, I've seen, the president doesn't stand behind the leadership team table. They get up in the middle of the room, they rev everyone up, they introduce the visitors, they introduce the leadership team and get everyone really excited and start the meeting off a great great base from there. So if you're coming into the president role, don't be stale sitting behind the table, get up there, own the room. Own the room, run a great event when you uh, when you start the meeting, and you'll find the meeting vibe will will get better from there, and people will more likely want to be a part of your group. Yeah,
1: great tip. great, tip, Brent. Another great podcast with another great guest, and guess what, Steve, you did a great job as well. You have to remove a few barking dogs there, but we're okay. Louis the Whippet might just it uh, might just get a little bit of his uh, thirty seconds of fame. Thanks, everybody. Hallelujah. That's right. uh, thanks so much for supporting us. Thank you to be in Australia for supporting us. And we can't wait to see our next guest on our next podcast. Big Ben.